Uh, have, you, have you watched The Mandalorian yet? <laughs> I'm glad that you fucking mentioned that because, yeah, I just watched the second episode today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I actually haven't seen the second episode yet. I've yeah. only watched the, the first one as of yet. What's, 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 I'm really curious to see what your opinion is. Yeah, I'm curious. pretty mixed out there. What's, what, how do you feel about it thus far? So the first episode, I wasn't too sure what to really make of it. I thought, oh, okay, it's going for like a, a bit of a Western feel. It's not going to be heavy on the dialogue. It's going to be a lot of scenes, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of action. Yeah. And, and I finished that and I thought it felt a little bit cheap and a little bit cheesy. Um, oh, okay, yeah. uh, but I, you know, I decided oh, I'll stick in there and see how it goes. Let, let the show find its footing. And I feel a lot better about episode two. Um, it, it, episode two was way shorter, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't think it's an amazing show. I think we're looking at sort of like a, a really, um, it's realistically like a seven or an eight out of 10 and it has just it has these random graphical inserts where there's so much money that have gone into these very specific graphical things and then you notice that the budget is completely cut out for the rest of it and and so there's just always there's often these jarring moments where you you go oh wow look at look at what's going on here when they use sort of um I don't want to spoil anything, but when they use sort of, um, you know, more graphically demanding things that are consistent with the Star Wars universe, and then they go back to another shot where they're showing, like, characters interact and do physical things, and you just notice that some of the props and action sets feel a little bit cheaper. Yeah, look, I, I, I yeah, I agree with you there. Like, I thought, yeah, the CGI looked awesome, like, when uh, in, the, in the first episode you see a, a couple of CGI monsters and... You know, them riding those weird things, whatever they were called. Yeah, I can't remember what oh, they were. I, I don't think they had a name. Yeah, they, they look pretty good. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. But overall, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't that impressed. I like that they were going with the Western style. I, I, I love modern Westerns. They're some of my favorite movies, like yeah. Django Unchained and True Grit, things like that. Yeah. I, I think are fantastic. A lot, of people, a lot of people didn't like Hateful Eight, but I really enjoyed that. Have you seen the movie Bone Tomahawk? I still haven't seen Bone oh, Tomahawk. I heard it's just it's, it, I heard it's really slow and a bit of a slog and and really sort of depressing in that. So I, I've, I've just sort of it, it, yeah, it's, it, it's one of those things. You, I feel like you got really got to be in the mood for. It's it's a downer flick. It's definitely it's a really grim dark flick, but it's so fucking good. And uh, I actually really liked all. It is slow. The first half of it, um, they give you an idea of what to expect later on, but it takes its time building up a story, um, fleshing out all the characters, and that's where it's just a genuine western flick and you know without going into too much um it it definitely you know sidesteps or it it resumes its horror sort of vibes towards the end um it's a fucking great movie Mm. Uh, i loved it for its western western side of things and i'm not a huge western guy yeah and i think the thing the reason why you probably like him is because they're they're, you know they're taking the sort of original western idea and they're putting a new spin on it and and doing it in a different way whereas i felt more like the Mandalorian was just sort of just playing off Western tropes, if that makes mm. sense. They just they've got the Western music. He slings his gun like it's a revolver. It's it's that kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, look, it's yeah, I, I find it entertaining. I, I I enjoyed the Mandalorian far more than I enjoyed episode eight of Star Wars. Heads down, <laughs> oh, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, that's not yeah. very high praise saying that. Yeah. It's, but look, I'm not a massive yeah. Star Wars fan in general. Like I do, I enjoy the movies, but I'm not like one of these diehard fans who you know like you know 
hate Avatar purely because it, it, it you know, it was competing with Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens for yeah. the box office numbers. And that's the thing. I'm not really like that either. I enjoy the Star Wars sort of universe and I've, I've played a lot of the games and I love the, you know, some games are fucking great. Like um, Jedi Knight Outcast 2 was so good. And, you know, I, and I think they... Um, I think they they took a lot of those stories from the extended universe novels, um, which I never read, and I hear a lot of that's being recycled in these sort of, um, uh, you know, these productions that Disney's pumping out. But yeah, the last couple of Disney movies have been absolute flops. Fucking Ryan Johnson single-handedly like fucked all the goodwill and all the good work that J.J. Abrams did to actually get people excited about the franchise again. He just, like, single-handedly fucked it. And then since then, they've just been pumping out mediocre movies. So, you know, I think, like, this TV show is their first, since then, first positive step in a little bit more of a, I don't know, just a lower-key adventure. It's not trying to be something fucking incredible, and that's okay. It's, you know, it it seems to know what where it's at and yeah it's it's an all right show so far yeah it's 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 funny actually uh disney plus not only has brought out the mandalorian but you can watch the old star wars movies on there as well too and did you know that they have once again changed the greedo and han scene you know the whole han shot first thing well now like well first off han shot first like that's that's definitely true i just murdered greedo and then later on george lucas obviously didn't like how it portrayed han and it obviously kept him awake at night so he's like no 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 greedo's going to shoot first is this he's the bad guy han's a good guy can i ask and you? they digitally yeah. re-added it later on and yeah. now there's a new thing now greedo says mcclunky before he shoots so what does that mean? It's some fucking What's alien mean? expression, but it's just but, but now he mean? says McClunky. <laughs> what and so now the question is people are trying to interpret does McClunky mean something? Well, is it an yeah, aggression? Yeah, does yeah, it mean yeah, dark exactly. is it like um you know, is it like Allahu Allahu Akbar sort yeah, of Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it's it, it's it's bizarre, it's really weird. So yeah, <sighs> yeah, guys, yeah, now now it's not not Han shot first, it's Greedo said McClunky. And can I ask you, do you genuinely care? Like, is are you the type of person where that means? Yeah, I just think it's fucking good, funny. Good. I think it's, I mean, I think like, it's funny that people care. Yeah, and I think it's funny that they even fucking do it. Like, why do they keep changing their fucking movies? Like, just fucking leave them, you know? Yeah, make them look better, remaster them, whatever. But fucking. I, like, I mean, I never cared to the be- point. No one's asking for this. You know what I mean? Someone's asking who, so, for who, it. Who was sitting there going, you know? God, fucking, uh, it, it's 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 great now that he shoots first. It really makes sure that Han comes out the hero. But can you say some nonsense like McClunky? You know, <laughs> I just. Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and your place to be for impressions and <laughs> on the latest games. And this week it will actually be the latest game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Stuff. We're not just a, we're not just Star Wars. My name's Zach. I am I am your host for the podcast. I didn't need to say that. Everyone knows that. Zach, Zach is the host, and I am the co-host. <laughs> 
I'm, oh, thanks for making that clear, Lockie. I'm glad. I'm glad we're being so yeah. clear and honest with our audience. I'm, I'm all about transparency. So yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Lockie? Uh, yeah, I'm going great. Um, and I would like to um just quickly um steer the Star Wars pivot into um the video gaming world. Um, very mm-hmm. big Star Wars title came out, and that's why we're talking about Star Wars. Mm, I don't know what you're talking. What, what game are you talking about? I'm talking Battlefront Two. That came out like two years ago. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Delta Room. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, right, yeah right, there's very subtle nods to Star Wars <laughs> in it. Um, when when Toriel when Toriel kills Asriel, uh, uh. um, she she looks right at the camera and says, um, "Greedo shot first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always thought that was weird. It didn't seem to make sense with the uh, rest of the story, but now 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 it does. Well, yeah, it actually tied in a lot of loose threads from the Undertale um, games. All right, we better jump into the gaming news because we've got a lot of gaming impressions to talk about this week. Now, I do have some very interesting stories for us, though. Our first one is about uh, Stadia's launch lineup. Uh, well, not their lineup, but their launch features. It's mm. it's not looking too good right now. This uh, story comes out of Ars Technica by uh, Kyle Orland. As Google barrels forward towards streaming gaming with Monday's planned launch of Stadia, the company is talking about the many promised features that won't be available to founder and premier pre-order purchases on day one. So yeah, they did a whole thing a little while ago where you could be, get the founders package, blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. like yeah, it was this whole thing. And apparently, <laughs> yeah. they they didn't find out till like a month before the release, which is happening very soon, that not everyone would be getting their their uh, packages at the same time. That like oh, only no. if you were one of the first to pre-order will you be getting it on day one. So <laughs> all these founders thought they were getting in straight away and yeah, uh, uh, having to wait. So that always happens, though. That's not a new th- like pre-orders oh, these days with with consoles and that. You know what I mean? And that's what they're trying to be essentially yeah. is a new console. Like the, if you pre-order the, a PlayStation, yeah. you're fucking guaranteed a PlayStation. No, it's, but it's, like it's only like when Nintendo, who like intentionally has fucking scarcity. That you have to be like on the ball and make to make sure you get your console. Like the Switch was hard to get when it came out, the NES Mini and the SNES mm. Mini, but that was all because they fucking they keep it scarce intentionally. I don't know. I always find with pre-order stuff, um, especially with these launch titles, there's always going to be an oversupply of uh, orders versus how they can actually distribute everything in a timely manner. Like there's only so many fucking postie trucks that drive around in Australia. No one's gonna get. Like, not everyone's going to get the day one version of the thing that they've ordered, even if they put in prime shipping. Mm, it's yeah, just true. impossible. Yeah, true. Well, in, in a wide-ranging Reddit AMA on Wednesday, Google employees said that missing features will start popping up as soon as one week after launch. Director of product An- Andrey Dor- uh, Dor- <laughs> Doronichev. And, oh, yeah. Is it Andrey? Andrey Doronichev. How it, about that? It's clearly Andre. I can't even... Andre. It's got to be Andre. It's not Andre. But it has, has a y, it, it has a Y on the end though. Andre wouldn't it just be A N D R E? Yeah, no, nah, you might be right. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I don't know Russian. I don't. But, yeah, um, yeah. I, I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's Andre though. Or this An- will be Andre. cut for sure. Because uh, yeah. Andrei, Andrei, <laughs> Andrei Doronichev, perfectly that Andrei time. sounds like Andrei sounds like a bogan chick name when they're trying to go for like Andrea or 
Andrea, I Andrea. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like something a kid would say because you know they're still learning how to pronounce things, and they're just sort of cutely stuffing up the name. Andrea, give me food. Well, I'm starving. Well, this per- this person defended this by saying that Google products always start with nailing the key user journey and then proceed with releasing extra features. YouTube started with watch video for Stadia. It's play the game on your biggest screen. So now here's all the things that they said they were going to have that they will not be having on mm-hmm. day one. On day one, PC Chrome gameplay won't support 4K HDR or 5.1 surround sound. Those features will be added in 2020 for PC players. Stream Connect, which allows one player's Stadia viewpoint to be integrated with another player's stream, will not be available in any launch games. The first game to use it expected to launch by the end of the year. So, yeah, no hard oh. date on that. And it's nearly the end of, year, end of the year already. Yeah. Uh, State Share, which lets users share save files via links. And Crowdplay, which allows for quick jump in multiplayer through a YouTube stream, won't be integrated into games until next year. At launch, Google Assistant integration would be limited to the ability to turn on the TV and start a game. Soon after launch, the Assistant button on the Stadia controller will work on Chromecast Stadia home screen. So, As- so I'm still trying to wrap my head around what the fuck this is. So, Stadia so is this the Google, console? Yeah, yeah. Well, Google Stadia is is uh, it's 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 like the, a new version of a console. It's basically hmm. uh, they're, they're they're moving all the processing power like to their own servers, basically. Yeah. So they're going to have like these super servers that do all the processing elsewhere, yeah. and and they're just streaming the images back to you. Oh, cool. So basically, okay. they 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 have their own controller that they've released. Which is apparently connects straight to those servers, so it reduces latency. Yep. But that's one of the things that obviously people are worried about because yeah. it works with the internet. Yep. As you know, you, we, we live in Australia, so the, the internet is absolute <laughs> fucking yep. horseshit. Yeah, it's worse than Romania. You know what I mean? We, we sales will be bad here. Yeah, it's because it's, well, it's not even going to yeah. be released here. Like not not yet anyway, and like who knows yeah. when they will? Because why would they? Australia Australia has such unreliable internet, and we're so. No matter where you live, we're so it's so easy, it's so common to get dropouts yeah. that it would just be completely ruining our experience to not be able to jump in on single. Yeah. So, so Stadia is going to be like a, a a platform, basically. Like you're you you're supposed to be able to play on like any screen, so yeah. you can just get your iPhone out and then get your controller out and just yeah. playing a game through through Stadia because yeah, all the processing cool. power is done elsewhere. Yeah, that's exciting, and yeah, I mean yeah, that sounds be, good. It could be really cool, yeah. and it has like a, like further implications. Like, say you're you're sitting there on your laptop. You might be watching a streamer like play a video game, and then you can literally hit a link in the corner and say "play now" on Stadia, and just go straight into Stadia and be playing it instantly. You know what I mean? There's no you're just jumping straight into the game. So, but yeah, who knows? Yeah, they promise all this yeah, crazy stuff. Cool. They reckon down the track they're gonna have like eight eight K and and all this insane stuff. But it's one of those things. It's a real wait and see. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if you're familiar, but with, with with like how how Google does things, but they're renowned for bringing out new uh, new products and then just completely ditching them. Yeah, yeah, uh, Google Glass yeah, is what exactly. we're talking about, there's yeah. Google, yeah. Google Plus, there's there's a million of them, like, yeah. yeah. And uh, there's, I just there's, there's a website called yeah. Google, the Google Graveyard where you can go and it's got, like, there's so much shit you'll read on there, but, like, I didn't even remember that actually came out. It's 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 ridiculous. It's, mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. So... Stadia could end up being one of those. Like they're, they're they're acting like they're putting a lot of resources behind it, and they seem to. And Google has plenty of resources to put behind it. They, if anyone can do it, it's them. Mm. But yeah, like they just seem to pull the plug on things when they don't seem to go that well. And 
from the sounds of this launch, it's not going to go amazingly. Well, I can't why, why would it. anyone jump in at this point? Like, I was only halfway through the list there. There's like a list of, I'm not even going to read the rest of the features they don't have. There's just too many. But there's, yeah, there's a list of like 10 to 15 features that they, they just aren't going to have that they advertise and would have been a big reason why people decide they wanted to be on there in the first place. Yeah, so I'd, I've I'd, got I'd, a question I'd, for you. See it going well. I've got a question for you. So, um, this is meant to be a streaming service yep. that plays remotely yep. games yep. and it just sends you back the video feed yep. and it's all meant to yeah so latency is the key sort of question there in internet connections which means Australia's out because <laughs> both of those yep. are dog shit for even, us even a lot of parts uh, of the US as well too if, yeah. you, if you're if you're in the Midwest your, your internet is nowhere near as good as in those city mm. areas and no way you'll be able to use this kind mm. of stuff so yeah there's going to be a lot of people who aren't, aren't going to be able to use it yeah but and I know Google keeps saying their infrastructure is amazing and they're, they're going to be able to do it so what sort of games are they like can they st- stream any games so all games on PC or all games on um, you know all games on Xbox well, what, well, what can right, they do well that's the thing right it's it, it, right now I think that there's only like 20 or so games around lo- uh, the, yeah. the launch and it's only things like you know old games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey Doom <laughs> like they've got games oh, okay. that are, that, yeah. are, that are coming like Doom Eternal is going to be coming to, yeah. to Stadia but yeah, nothing, nothing new that we we haven't already got. A lot of a lot of like a year old games. And yeah, stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I the, like Odyssey. Odyssey is a good game, but like, I'm not gonna fucking yeah. buy this new console. And they're all, they're all third party too. Like, they're none yeah. of them. Are, they 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 have one exclusive that's coming out. It looks like an indie sort of a thing. I, I haven't really looked into it. Well, yeah, I haven't it's heard gonna any be buzz about it though either. Yeah. But yeah, they're obviously not gonna have all these Xbox or PlayStation exclusives on there because it's Stadia. Like, they're not gonna put their games on there. So, well, yeah, it's gonna be. It, it would be a very long time before they would be looking at exclusives for their for their console because they don't even know if it's gonna be successful yet. As yeah. if they're gonna be investing in fucking AAA titles that they're developing. Um, off their own back. They're, I mean, they might buy out a couple of popular gaming studios, like you know, take the whole Microsoft model. I don't know, maybe maybe finally find a good home for Rareware. <laughs> yeah, if they fucking started releasing like new Banjo Kazooie games, I'll fucking buy the console and start playing it. So I have a thought with with this new technology, which is in effect, it's a streaming service, which is already massive and is killing um killing movies and TV industry. Not killing it; it's it's reimagining it, I suppose. It's basically a streaming service for games. You don't need to worry about consoles anymore. You don't need to worry about hardware specs. Everyone can access everything at but, any time, and you just pay a monthly subscription or whatever. Yeah, well, the, well, right now there's like yeah the 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 monthly i can't I, i'm not sure what the price is of the monthly subscription but it it just comes with just access to be able to buy games on there yeah. but still obviously far cheaper than going out and buying a console yeah. yeah so it definitely makes it a lot more affordable and they have like a premium that you can pay for and uh that i think gives you like one game a month or something like yeah. that and that's what gives you access to like 4K and all that kind of stuff yeah so it's kind of like um kind of like how game pass and microsoft already operates yeah 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 but yeah exactly right nah, so, nah, that's not fair that's not fair they have a couple of good ones <laughs> um but what i'm wondering or okay so my Ga- big game question, pass is good in my opinion i wish we yeah, had something like uh, playstation mm-hmm. like, there's playstation now but it's not in in australia it's it's a tall order when you have to pay for both xbox live subscription and a game pass subscription yeah on top of that. yeah i think that is a bit much because i don't play games online so yeah. i wouldn't want the xbox live subscription yeah at all, and yeah. and i know ps doesn't charge for um like they don't you don't have to pay 
to just be able to play multiplayer with people. Yeah. You, you can you can get a Game Pass equivalent subscription, but Xbox Live is like not a thing with PS. Oh no, it is. Yeah, no, it they've is. had it. Yeah, they've had it for years now. On the PS3, <laughs> they didn't have it, but nowadays, yeah, you, if you want to play any game online, yep. you have to have a PS Plus subscription. Yeah. Oh, you have to, it's a minimum wow. of twelve dollars a month. Yeah, oh you can wow, play like over a year. Some game, if it's a free to play <laughs> oh, game, no. you can play that online for free. So like things like Fortnite yeah. or Warframe, you can play those without yeah. a subscription. But other than that. Yeah, that's so funny. That's so like that's horrible because that was one of the things that you know made it clear that PlayStation was a way better console and you know clearly cared about its consumers a lot more. And they just ended up fucking following suit and they're like, "Nah, we want the money." Yeah, it it was it was funny too because the only thing like people would complain about the PlayStation sort of infrastructure and how the online worked and whatnot. Like, oh Mm. well, it's free, so who cares? But then we think once we're paying for it, it's going to get better. But it never got any better. (laughs) Yeah, you lie in the stores. Oh, fucking terrible. Of so slow. Uh, that's I don't understand. Like, why would they not just make something... Like, it's, it still is fairly simple, but, like, make it as simple as you can so just things work instantly. The way you got to search for stuff is just garbage. Mm. One of the things I'm hoping they improve with the, the, in, with the PS5 is the UI. It's, it, it, it needs it desperately. Really oh, it badly, will. but... Well, you can guarantee that the UI will be different. Like, you know, that's a that's a given Who mm. as to whether or not it's improved or not. I mean, if it's like Xbox, the UI actually gets progressively worse with each console generation yeah. um, that comes along. It gets uglier and less, less easy to navigate. Um, I have a question for you, though. Do you think that Google's grand plan is to release this streaming service to take over the gaming world and to um, ankle out businesses? Or to get bought out by each other business, so Microsoft then has to pay, um, has to have an agreement with them for a streaming service through them, and then Xbox has to have an agreement, and you know, like uh, Sony, Sony, and all that. Well, Microsoft and Sony have already decided to start working together uh, to to uh, make a good streaming infrastructure. So mm. I think they're already trying to sort of compete with Google Stadia. I think yeah, I think they're trying to do the takeover if they can. But I, I, it sounds to me like they're playing the long game because you wouldn't release missing all these features if you wanted it to be an instant hit. You know what I mean? I think the plan yeah. is that they're going to release it and just keep adding features over time, and eventually it's it's going to be all right. Google's but a strange company. It's so it's, big, it's super weird. It's, it's so weird. big, and it and it pumps out so much, but it never like yeah. It, I don't the know Google why Glass they didn't is just such buy a, good... a bunch of studios. They've got the money. They should just buy like fucking ten studios and just get them making games exclusives for Stadia. If Stadia yeah. had a good exclusive and we had decent internet here. I would 100% give it a go because why wouldn't you? It's like mm. you only have to pay like 10 bucks and then you have access to it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, I, don't have, I, I don't have high expectations for it. But, you know, I could be wrong. You know, it could it could be a big hit later on down the track or something. I, I, I don't know. We'll oh, it, it will. It sounds like it'll definitely be a big hit down the track because it is, it's basically, it's, it's ushering in new technology to... Um, fix a lot of the issues of the existing ones which is people are not investing in the newer AAA titles because they would then have to invest in more expensive hardware on their PC so the PC master race is a big issue with um, accessibility it's not available to um, you know people depending on their socioeconomic status they're not going to invest in a yeah. 2k computer every couple of years yeah. just so they can play the newest title this allows them to do so so yeah. It, it's that, very that's accessible. The I, that's the thing I like the most about it. Yeah. I, I like the idea that it's going to be able to open up gaming for a lot of people because there's a lot of people who, you know, are, are disabled and living on a pension who just can't 
scrape the money together to be able to afford to buy games. It's all so expensive. Yeah, and the video games want their money, and this is a way to get that sweet, sweet disabled money. Got to squeeze out every last drop. Squeeze every penny. Well, speaking of squeezing out every last drop, uh, I have the list here of the best-selling video games in the U.S. for the month of October. So Mm. they're really squeezing out every last drop from the U.S. We know that. All right, now the twenty. I don't that 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 segue made no sense. Anyway, <laughs> I loved it because to- it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes the things that make no sense are just whimsy. It, it's just that's true. that's just life. Life yeah. makes no sense. That's right. Life's very messy. Oh no, I can't say that. Oh, all redacted, redacted, redacted. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, I don't know if you've you've heard of the NPD list. It's, it, was, it used to be called the National Purchase Diary. It's basically they just keep track of what people are buying in the United States, and yeah, every now and again they release the numbers of what games have been selling. So now, just a, a quick asterisk to this: that some of these games don't include the uh, digital sales of those games. Some some companies don't provide that data. Uh, so so for the most part, these are just in physical sales. So. Number the twentieth best-selling game of October in the U.S. was The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Mm. So that's pretty cool that that's still hitting in the top twenty <laughs> so long after release. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Red Dead Redemption Two, not much of a surprise there. Code Vein, that was one that we talked about before. I'm, I'm surprised that managed to hit the top twenty. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Up there, number 17. Yeah, Smash. Overwatch what? at 16. Mortal Kombat 11 at 15. Grand Theft Auto 5 at 14. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto was, was still from, making those sales. It was released in 2013. Yeah. So long ago. Yeah. It's, it still cracks the top 10 sometimes. The top 10. It's so it's funny. They insane. knew they had a short fire hit because they invested in so much marketing when the game was released. Do you remember seeing on buses? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, no, a the marketing. Game. The, the, yeah, the, the, the marketing budget was the biggest ever at yeah. that point. Uh, yeah, it was It was one of the, it was the, the more money had been put into that game than any other game at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was, it was, it was ridiculous. That was so confident. Was like yeah. yeah. I think they spent half, half a billion if you yeah. included the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Crazy. to make it on buses in Australia. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like of all places, know, it's not which even, means like, they, you know, think like of all the other countries. People here and, yeah. yeah, all the other countries that it's making its way onto fucking public transport in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they really, they, they push that hard. But it was funny, like, and the thing that made them the most money was the online mode, which was absolute trash when they released it. I don't know if you ever <laughs> played it, but whoa, I, it was bad. They, they gave, they gave yeah. everyone a whole bunch of in-game currency to apologize for how trash the launch was. So mm. I, I just came back after they'd fixed everything and had like fucking $100 million in the bank or something stupid and just bought a fucking <laughs> nice apartment and then never played it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wasn't my cup of tea, hey. I still uh, Something about the online mode and Grand Theft Auto never really grabbed me. I don't know why, but people mm. absolutely love it. It didn't for me, but I think it was, um, you know, I, 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 I've already experienced Grand Theft Auto. I've already played it multiplayer at people's homes with friends, so I already went through that sort of stage and I was all sort of done, worn yeah. out on that. So it wasn't for, I, I, I didn't think, I don't know what your experience was like, but I think it, that's not really for our generation. That's for the newer generation. Yeah, definitely. I enjoy, I enjoy the narrative with GTA yeah. 5. That's, and that's yeah, what yeah. I enjoy with all those games. And, and just running around causing yeah. havoc in that world. It's good fun. And like, it's awesome. And when you think about it from a kid's perspective, like when you were, when you were young and you, you played awesome games with your mates, like how fucking easy is it to like play, like, you know, to just hop on your computer and play like all these really fantastic AAA titles in this open world sandbox where you can just fuck around, talk shit, you know, talk about what, what, you know, what happened in the day. Oh, she said, this like i can just see it it's it's great and 
you know, we had a very archaic version of that when we were kids and we usually had to go to people's houses and do that. Like, kids can just do it at any time after school. I don't know. I had my time playing online games. I used to like RuneScape when I was in high school and then Ugh. went through a massive Call of Duty phase at one point. As RuneScape well, so. was dog shit. Oh, yeah. Look, it was dog shit, but it was a free online game. Yeah. So, fucking I got all up in that. It was good. Oh, God. I used to stay up to like you know, 3 o'clock in the morning. like Yeah. Chopping down ewes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rune, RuneScape was the first MMO. Yeah, yeah, it, it was really actually, was, wasn't it? was it? actually yeah, the yeah. first time. I remember when RuneScape 2 came out, mind blown, those polygons are so big. <laughs> I hated RuneScape so much. I could see the disdain in you. You're, you're a Blizzard fan, though. You probably played WoW, did you? Yeah, I, of course. No, I played- no, 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 I didn't. I played World of Warcraft 3, and I thought it was the best fucking game in the world, and yeah. then I was so excited and amped for World of uh, for Warcraft 4, and what title did they release? World of fucking Warcraft, mm. and they they pivoted into the MMO, which was brand new. No one had heard of it, and it fucking took off. And I was left in the dust, you know, not wanting to do a fucking monthly subscription and and just like spending all spending all of my days and nights fucking um you know fucking grinding because that's what those games fundamentally are. It's just grinding, and then you do your your boss battles. Uh, I I played one grind game, which is Maple Story, and I could and like yeah, it you just feel like. You spend all this time in it, and you just after a while you just realize how fucking empty and terrible the game itself is. It takes a while to figure it out, though. When you're a kid, it's great. It like gives you purpose, I guess. I don't know. It gives you purpose. You have like a life where you have your autonomy in that, where it, you don't have to do everything your parents say. So you're fucking <laughs> yeah, your all up in that shit. All right, number thirteen, Minecraft. Number twelve, Mario Kart Eight. Number eleven, The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. That is such. Uh, that that title you get you finish it within eight hours. It's it's nice and polished, but it is not worth. I think they charge like eighty bucks for it. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess, I guess it's not doing too great. It, this was October, so that was when it was released too. So that's it should be the biggest month for it, and it's hit number eleven. So I guess it didn't do too well. Dude, 11's good. In the MPD, it's not really for a brand new game. For like, a brand new game too. Oh, I mean, in my opinion, like I mean. Isn't that good yeah, to make no, it into really. it? We'll put it this way. Borderlands 3 is at number 9, and that came out an entire month before it. Yeah, but Borderlands 3, you get a lot more out of it. Yeah, well, that's my point. It's sold better. <laughs> it's <sighs> Number 11 is not good, man. Yeah, Especially like, for a Nintendo game. Mario Kart's number 8 is number 12, and yeah. that was a re-release that came out three years ago. You can tell with Link's Awakening, they did not put much budget into yeah, it. And the, the, I think it's made a very tidy yeah, return the, on so, the investment. The sales are, the sales are reflecting that. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's good, though. To make it into top 50 for game sales anywhere is, is like fucking awesome. You're talking about millions. Not for a Nintendo game. <laughs> not at all. There's usually like the you got yeah that's it's not that's not a good result. Yeah, but the game wasn't made for um kids. It was made for yeah, people who yeah, yeah. it was made for old men like me. Oh, that I think, are nostalgic I think about yeah, the, oh yeah, the no, title. I think you're right. I think they they knew who they were they were selling it to, and I think they knew they weren't going to get a massive amount of sales. And I yeah. think yeah, the the amount of money they they put in would have reflected that for sure. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, number 10 was Ring Fit Adventure. I don't even know that they released this. It's this super bizarre uh, new Nintendo peripheral. Uh, Anal Ring Adventure. It's, 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 Sounds a bit 
risque for um a children's title. It's it's like a ring that you hold and you I guess you like flex it and stuff and it's supposed to be exercising. Oh. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's teaching you how to tighten your ring. I don't think you should be teaching that to kids. It's a bit inappropriate. Yeah, I don't know. It's a big ring, so I don't think you're ever going to get it mixed mixed up with an anus. Well, like unless someone's got like a fucking foot long gaping asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That that doesn't happen unless you're like, you know, I don't know, you probably wouldn't be alive if you had a foot-long gaping arsehole. I imagine you've probably been impaled by something. Anyway, <laughs> uh, number nine, Borderlands 3. Number eight, FIFA 20. Uh, number seven, WWE 2K20. The uh, messy, broken it's game. It's done it's well. It's in the top ten. So man. it's still yeah, making a shit ton of money, which is basically like rewarding the company for releasing the title unfinished yep exactly right oh yeah how about this number six tom clancy's ghost recon bland point in the top 10 and that's like uh, what a month after release too it didn't it wasn't released in october so. we're talking about uk sales right no this is the us oh, yeah this okay. is the market that matters <laughs> no i don't care about anywhere else this is where the games are sold, man. Well, I'm, I'm joking, but yeah, yeah, it is it is the biggest market for games for sure. Yeah, no, because they want to. Everyone wants to tap into that sexy eastern market. It's just the biggest they just can't economy. Figure out how yeah, it's a, a, a big economy. Other than oh, well, they're China. They're doing it. They're they're, they're kowtowing to get into China for sure. Anyway, yeah. So number six was Tom Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Bland Point. Number five was NBA 2K20. Uh, number four, Madden NFL 20. Number three, Luigi's Mansion 3. Which I'm, I'm, I'm surprprised that it was what? that high on the list. Like, I love, like, that's, I that's love awesome. that it's just for the last five titles, it's just sports, sports, sports. If you like basketball, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If you like uh, Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny. The, yeah, yeah, anyway, uh, number wow. two I'm stoked about is The Outer Worlds. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Number two, man. That's the month that came out. Dude, it, it lost out to number one, Call of Duty. And yeah. no one ever beats Call of Duty. Coming second to Call of Duty may as well have been winning the month. You know what I mean? It's that's that's really good result for you. Hey man, I'm stoked about that. Fallout Three and Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim were all bestsellers for a very long time in their own respect. People have like people have have told game companies what they love, and this was offering a little bit a glimpse of yeah. that old yeah. sort of timey thing of what everyone fucking enjoyed. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know who 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 the fuck it was that that said, "Oh, this franchise is good, but people must be getting bored of this. Let's just do something. Let's do more fucking MMOs." <laughs> it's always the MMO. Yeah, MMOs. Oh, MMOs, MMOs, have, keep, MMOs keep ruining games. They keep like it. A game a game franchise gets successful, and then they go, oh, "It was really good, but how can we turn this into a monthly subscription?" Yeah, well, now, yeah, now it's all games as service, isn't it? Like it's like your destinies and anthems yeah. and things like that. Whatever they're you're playing, they want you to be playing it every day and forever, and you just can't bloody do that. There's just not enough hours in the day. Like, oh, there's always so many games coming out as well, too. Now, look, I'll, I'll move on to the next story because I really want to make sure... I've, we've got a lot of impressions to talk about and I want to make sure I do hit this story because I think it's really, really cool. There is going to be the first transgender character uh, protagonist in a video game. Uh, this story comes out of The Guardian by Keith Stewart. At Microsoft's X019 event in London on Thursday, the company revealed a range of major new titles for the Xbox and PC. But in an industry which has often struggled with representation and diversity of lead characters, one announcement stood out. The latest narrative adventure game from the acclaimed French studio Don't Nod will have a transgender man as its lead character, a first for a major game release. So I, I don't know if you're familiar with Don't Nod. They did the um, Life is Strange games mm. and a recent game called Vampire as well too. 
I never played Life is Strange, but I heard yeah. it's re- a really good sort of narrative story story yeah. game. It's so, sort of like um uh like what Telltale games are or like a mm. David Cage game is, you know, you're just like making dialogue choices and there's no real actual gameplay. Uh but yeah, so mm. I yeah, I, I awesome news, really cool. Uh, uh, uh the the game's gonna be named Tell Me Why and launching in spring twenty twenty. The game follows identical twins Allison and Tyler Ronan, who grew up in a small community in in Alaska and reunited after a key event drove them apart ten years ago. Now, obviously, we're a couple of uh, 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 cisgendered white dudes sitting here talking about this now. So, like, you know, hang on, take take what we say with a grain of salt, I guess. But yeah, like. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think this is great news, and it sounds like they've tried to reach <laughs> no, out. No, sorry, just to cut you off there. I thought you said cis het, and that's where I was going. Oh, Hang on, no, I was gonna no, go, no, no, fuck oh, you, God. I'm cis hom. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna call you cis call hom. you straight, man. I feel like that's an insult to you. You're <laughs> fucking way too fabulous to be straight. No, yeah, I'm too faggy to be straight. <laughs> well, <laughs> I didn't true. use that word, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm allowed, <laughs> allowed to. I'm use allowed that to use that, and you, yeah, you're very respectful. No, it sounds interesting. Um, I mean, ultimately. If they have a good story and it's a good experience, then it's awesome. Yep. If they are just doing this because it's a it's a soulless, yeah. cynical uh, marketing spiel to get people to buy the title because it's about something different that people are interested in, and it just turns out being crap, then yeah. that'll suck. Well, uh, look from what 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 they've quoted uh, the, uh, the the what they've quoted the. Um I think he's the lead game director. Uh, it, it sounds like they're trying to approach it the right way. Uh, we love the concept and were determined not to shy away from it. We did a lot of research. We reached out to the community. We wanted to understand their journeys. We consulted with the charity Glad, which often works with media companies on LGBT plus representation. Uh, we were very naive at first and they enlightened us a lot. They helped us review the script and the characters and to reach out to people. Glad also helped with the casting of Tyler, who is played by the trans actor August Aiden Black, and the game was tested by trans players, though Don't Nod would not confirm whether the development team includes any trans staff, which I don't think it, it needs to include any trans staff. I yeah, don't think I that's think, like a necessity. But like, well, and also it, that's so actually it, trans transgender communities aren't big. Hmm. It, like we're talking about. 0.001 yeah, percent population yeah. here like you know it's it's gonna that's a tall order yeah. like they, they've if they've managed to reach out to communities to have input on their game development that sounds pretty fucking good compared mm. to yeah and that's yeah that's what i was about to say like yeah it's, it sounds like they're approaching things the right way and and from what i've, I've never uh, played any of their game oh, i've played the, the the awesome adventures of captain spirit which is like a, a mini sort of uh a, a prologue uh, to uh, uh, the season two of life is strange so it only went for like 15 20 minutes and so i got an idea of what they are and they're, they're very, they are very thoughtful in their te- storytelling cool so if anyone's going to do it I'd, I'd, I'd have a bit of faith in these guys and and it sounds like they are approaching it the right way but it's obviously we'll have to wait until we see i hope it's not just yeah. going to be a gimmick uh, because you know they, they obviously deserve better than that. Well, and that's the thing. I really hope that it's not a soulless. You know, it's yeah, not a cynical exactly. corporate marketing yep. move. It actually does have not a story to signaling. tell. Yeah, and also, well, look with these game companies. This particular one, um, particularly with the Life is Strange, it seems like they have the story to tell first, and then they build the game around it. So that's mm. so that's really promising. Mm. 
Um, and I'm glad to hear that it's not like Ubisoft that's doing it because their stories are so shit at the moment. Yeah, they're just, there was just the one trans character sort of thrown into Watch Dogs 2. Oh, look, I, I appreciate that they were in there, I guess, but yeah, it, it's, it did seem sort of like they were just sort of putting them in there. I don't know. Oh, I didn't even, I wasn't even referring to that. I was just referring oh. to how like bland their Assassin's Creed stories have been. Like, I enjoy the games oh, and the yeah. gameplay, but like, fuck, if you, if you can like listen to Alexio and, um, <laughs> Alexio in, in Odyssey and actually empathize with him and his plight and his story, then I don't know that it's, it's fucking dumb and it's just, ugh. yeah, uh, that, that, they never know how to end a game. And yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah, the, the, the endings are always terrible. Um, and, and the yeah, second like one they, had they, they always ending. seem to just just misstep when it comes to storytelling. Well, the I, key I don't know who the writers are. The, the key is um, the ending to Assassin's Creed Two was incredible. Like they ended it with fucking killing the Pope in the past, and like big reveal of these super god alien creatures mystery yeah, so, like but, it was great yeah but i hated the the that big god alien creature thing like the whole pope thing was cool but then all of a sudden the, you're listening to this massive amount of exposition from some weird I, godly I character you never it. heard of and most of it didn't even make sense i loved it i thought it was great fun because it turned yeah. the vatican it's the big reveal is the vatican's housing like this creepy weird alien tech thing and mm. they 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 go into it and they delve into it and it turns out that they're like um you know they came here before the humans and they were like kind of humans as well but with superpowers and tech mm. and shit and they flesh it out in later games and and it's all awful i agree with you but at the end of two it was the best way to finish what had already gone absolutely wacky because because it, it was so well crafted in recreating history and it had a really good grounded storyline really good characterization with the family and then you end up fucking killing the pope <laughs> pope who's using a magical stuff like dude it was the best game ever and i just wish that ubisoft like did more of that where they they go historically accurate then they go fucking crazy yeah, I, I, I gotta say, uh, I, as much as I didn't like that end part where it, when it went way over the, the top with the, the it was, alien stuff. Nah, it was felt, perfect, man. For it's a still, game, it's was still, like, I agree, it's yeah. still their best story they've written. <laughs> it, it, it is easily their best story they've written. They've never reached those heights again. They try to do the whole mixing history with their narrative in there and they just, they never nail it like, they, like what they did in that first one. Like, the, yeah, killing the Pope. Who, who hasn't fantasized about that? Fantastic. <laughs> All right, now as I'm put onto many a watch list, I will read off the games that came out this week. <laughs> so we had on November 12th, The Legend of Bumbo. How did I miss this? The Legend of the new Legend of Bumbo is out. I've, I've no idea what this is. Oh, I, it's, yeah. it sounds ridiculous though. So it's on PC. So you'll have to give it a go. That's the Isaac um, Isaac's Awakening um, uh, sort of like con- spiritual continuation, right? I don't know. It's it says the Legend of Bumbo, yeah. and then it it says it was released on November twelfth. Yet doesn't have a, a Metacritic score for it. But anyway, look, I'll just quickly list these off because we got some <laughs> fucking games to talk about. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul Recall to exist. <laughs> Looks like an interesting game as well too. That's I like the anime. PS four uh, and PC. It's an anime. It's it's an anime that's semi well, no, very popular at the moment. It's, oh, okay. it's all right. Um, although I always I always get nervous, like my asshole titans every time I hear an anime being adapted into a game because it's just so rarely good. Did you ever play the uh, Attack on Titan games? No, no. Okay, uh, they didn't. You didn't didn't appeal to you at all. Um, no, the show barely appealed to me. Oh, okay, fair it enough. Was, yeah, uh, if you don't like the show, you're definitely not gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the, the type of show where like after. Uh, 
after the first couple of episodes, they kept repeating the characters' arcs in every single episode. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. You have to develop faith and believe in yourself. Oh, I can do it now. And then the very next episode, it's the same fucking story with a different character. And then sometimes they, they just redo the character's story again. I'm scared. It, like, it, it's very... It has an awesome starting concept and an awesome sort of like, you know, action concept with how they do their, their um, you know, 360 movements using wires and shit. But like the, the, the writing is so bad. <laughs> Sorry, we went off track. No, all good, all good. Look, we're, we're, um, I'm actually done listening to games because the remaining ones we're going to be talking about in a moment anyway. So, yeah, let's just have a quick break because I need to piss. Yeah, and my groin is destroyed sitting in this position. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, let's start talking about some games. Oh, I'm pumped to get into the impressions this week. We've got some good new games to talk about. Now, obviously, the games that came out recently are the new Jedi Fallen Order, which came to the Microsoft Store, so you can get it on PC, and it's on Xbox and PlayStation, Hmm. and the new Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is available on Switch. Now, I'm I'm so pumped to talk about Jedi Fallen Order, but I'm also really excited to hear about Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't know where I want to begin. (laughs) Where where do you want to start, Lockie? Yeah, so for um, for everyone listening here, um, uh, Zach and I, I mean, the games both came out only about a day and a half ago so zach and i um gravitated towards the the different titles and we'll probably cross over and play the other one next but um i played the pokemon sword for the last um day and a half and zach you've been playing jedi fallen i did pick up shield as well but i yeah. i've not had the chance to play any of it <laughs> so far and i've only managed to be able to get a few hours in on jedi fallen order because i've just been so bloody busy, but yeah. Well, let's let's start talking about Pokemon first, because yeah, right. I'm yeah really curious to see what you think about. It. I'm I'm excited to get started. So yeah, um, how, how have you found it so far? Yeah, so Pokemon Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's um it's the uh, big flagship game of Game Freak in recent times. Um, where they they've been chilling the whole um open world concept for a while where they're going this is the big game title that we finally had on a proper console not those shitty handheld bullshit ones and we're going all out guys and it's going to be fucking incredible and um yeah to to the whole fanfare and build up behind it i can say that the game it's all right okay it's all right right. i was kind of thinking yeah like every pokemon game since the like playing the originals always just been like yeah it's good yeah. You know what I mean? I get to get some more Pokemon and I get to see what the evolutions are <laughs> and I uh, get to battle people. So yep. it's, it's great. The story, I know the story is going to be trash and uh, <laughs> and that's just how it is because it's a, a game for children, but I don't care because yeah. I grew up with that shit and that nostalgia is just so, so, so good. So yeah. how, and how far are you at the moment? It's, it's such a mixed bag. So the, we're going to get into it and there's a lot of, there's pros and cons to this release in the title. Overall, it's an okay game. It's another Pokemon. So as you said, you're getting exactly the same fundamental core mechanics. You're getting your Pokemon you know, the whole sort of gym structure. They do play around with it a little bit in this game, and I do appreciate that. So they, so it feels like, for me overall, it feels like a positive step and a positive showcase it, that they're trying to do more with it. But there's a lot of there's a lot of areas where you're just like, wow, this, why why they even fucking do this? And and I am of course talking about the tree graphics in the open world. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, I, I, can I, say, I can see you're joking, but yeah. I haven't played it yet. So uh, I've got know. a big smile on my face, but it is true. So the tree, so you're they the way 
the way they've broken up the game is you've got your open world area where you can go around, see your Pokemon in real time, and you can see it scattered through a linear sort of route as well. Oh, okay, so I thought they were going to get rid of that, actually, no. like I said last week. So they, they, so they, they kept that in the game. Yeah, okay, so they kept so, oh, both. Oh, that's cool, because I thought that was a cool idea in Let's Go to be able to actually see the Pokemon roaming around. It makes yeah. the world feel a lot more real, so I'm really glad they it kept is. that in. That's awesome. What they've done is, and, and they've they've kept in both game types so they've got the open world area and it's kind of like how pokemon safari sort of worked where you've just got a big open field you can catch a whole bunch of different type types of pokemon they try and encourage you and entice you to go back to their areas but it's sort of um okay so what there's you you is that the only area where you can catch Pokemon? No, no, not at all. So, oh, so they, okay. So, so they kept like, in both. So, okay, both yeah. Games. So there's yeah. still like a map where you can like yeah. travel to the different gym yeah. leaders and you're battling Pokemon along the way. Yeah, exactly. But you, you just... Okay, so is there still eight gym leaders? Is, is it following that? Well, I think there might be actually fucking nine in there now. Um, okay. Oh, so cool. like I ha- I've only, better, I'm yeah. only three gym leaders in and um the game format, like they, they have okay. played... How long did it take you to get that far? Like um, what's, six, seven hours? Yeah, I've got about, yeah, six, seven hours into okay, it nice, yeah. yeah and it's um it's it's going a little bit differently in how it's sort of um it's format is to normal games you're revisiting a lot of areas they're trying to reuse a lot of old assets like yeah. i can see from a strategic point standpoint like the game the the actual linear routes that you go on are very stripped down very streamlined um, they keep trying to encourage you to go back to the open world area and explore it and revisit it, and ah, oh, they've changed it up a little bit. But there's, so they've there's, tried to, they've they've done some things to try, try and stretch out the playtime by the sounds of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But the tricky part is, there's a couple. It, it's I don't very mind a bit of grinding in Pokemon because you you're always like seeing new Pokemon and, and yeah. yeah, and and from a grinding perspective, it, they've they've made it a lot easier and a lot more accessible. So um, the game is ridiculously easy to play now um it was was already super super easy yeah they made it even easier so they'll even fucking they'll even fucking remember type advantages for you so you don't need to think anymore so if you try using something on on a pokemon and it's not effective it will remember that and tell you that in the menu for the next time you can bring up your your fighting moves that it's not super effective actually look i I actually don't mind that because like (laughs) you know if, if you just fucking forget that it's it's not effective and you fuck up and you hit it like that's at least that's just a reminder and you and they they let you make the mistake in the first place so yeah no i, but I, I don't mind that too much but i'm i don't like, like that. i just felt like every single gym battle or just any battle in general just wasn't really a challenge no like, and these you, you and had a well-balanced team it was just a breeze so far it's exactly like that where um i've been trying to create I've, I've been keeping everything well balanced and not overpower or grinding but i played a, a bit with the open world and i i bring you know my best sort of three out of the six um you know because i'm uh, i just want to see all the new pokemon evolve and yeah. I want to see what they look like because yes, I, I really same, like yeah, that. That's the, my, yeah, that's my, yeah, my biggest thrill. That's, that's why yeah. I avoided looking at the all the, the, the leak of all the Pokemon yeah. because the funnest thing for me is yeah. just seeing what the fuck they come up with yeah, and, and it's what a the lot evolutions of fun. look like. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm actually a few generations behind, so um, they've they've reintroduced a couple of really popular ones from the 6th and 7th gen- generation. Like um, They have like a panda bear one that gets yeah, really like fucking cool, yeah. strong. Um, so yeah. I've just evolved him from like this tiny baby panda into this really 
like to this thug mob, mobster style panda like yeah, yeah. Pangoro it's, it's fucking yeah. great um, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. yeah so like uh, you know all of that all of the great things about Pokemon are alive and well in this game you've got some cool new um, Pokemon thrown into the mix some cool designs it's still very fun and exciting to level them up um, they made the game a lot easier so Pokemon automatically your team lineup have XP share which used to be an item that you use okay, to yeah, distribute leveling up. Yeah, they, they've, they, they've actually had that for a couple of games now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's super, yeah, okay. super easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it does, if you don't want to do the grind, it's, it can be good, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, having to train up each individual Pokemon yeah, yeah. And can that's get the thing. super boring. Like, I can understand people wanting to bypass it. And it's good. They do give you an option in the previous games to be able to turn it off. Is, is that optional here? Or is uh, it- I don't think it's optional here. I played around with the settings and I don't oh, think wow. I can see yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's crazy because, yeah, it yeah. was... It was on on as standard, like yeah. it, it, it's it's on when you when you first play it, but you could yeah pretty easily yeah. figure out a way to turn it off. What I really wish the game would do, but obviously, look, I have to understand and acknowledge that the games aren't really designed for um you know people like me, adults playing the game to hold on to my you know mm. memories of childhood. They're trying to appeal to the next generation. It's the newest iteration for the newbies to come in, so they make it easier and more accessible. And it definitely is hitting those points. What I would appreciate is a hard mode. Yeah, yes, oh, man, I've been yeah, that's been at the back of my head. <laughs> you just spoke my mind. It's we need a fucking hard mode, and look, I don't even need it to be you know one of these fancy hard modes where like they're yeah they're using different you know moves or whatever just make it so that they're just you know a, a far higher level you know what i mean yeah. and just make it more of it like like that's the uh, it'd be nice if they yeah. had it so they used like more interesting tactics and better ai but that, at the very least they could just do a fucking an easy an, a, a, a easy done hard mode yeah by just yeah upping the hit points of of all all the characters or yeah just starting them at a higher level so you're, you're coming in at a lower level and you've really got to do that grinding if yeah. you want to just demolish them yeah a, ha- a good hard mode because um leveling up your pokemon and switching in and out has been made more accessible in it than ever which is great and great fun mm. um the game is ready for a mode where it just takes the average level of your entire le- a team lineup and it just bumps the gym leader's pokemon to whatever that level is mm. and then you're just playing against that mm. so like and and you know include the options to take it on take it off um but that's something that i would like because at yeah. least i feel like i'm getting a proper challenge out of the gym leaders and i'm actually having to play around and think about my pokemon lineup yeah, well, beforehand they, they, yeah, they do it for tons of games these days like borderlands 3 has, yeah. has, has that you know they're, 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 all the enemies will level with you when you when you're leveling and yeah. it makes things a lot more interesting why not why not throw that into pokemon they right? did that it could for, be a very <laughs> dude, dude they did it for pokemon stadium on the 64 it's like oh, fucking yeah. 20 years old <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's not it? a new concept, isn't it's, it? Don't, when you do battles online, don't they balance out the levels as well too? They do. Yeah, yeah, they so do, and go, it's yeah. great. Yeah. And it, it's it, it works to great effect. Obviously, like the le- you can tell with the techniques. That's where like it's problematic because people who have leveled them to a hundred have like you know all the strongest techniques. And yeah, I played a couple of online games, and um, <laughs> I found I was able. I only did it casually, but I found I was able to um grief players by just picking a dark type pokemon so it's one of the um it's one of the first pokemon you can get and it's um this cute fox that levels up into um what's called thievil and it's just this dark type fox that um oh yeah i think i've seen that one yeah Yeah. it oh is that not new i I 
Yeah, I don't think I so. I thought it was... <laughs> everything looks new to me. It's, yeah, if you haven't played for a fair few generations... So, yeah, so I, that's I, not to date. Like, oh, I, I, okay. bought a, I bought a 2DS <laughs> just so I could play all the th- all the 3DS uh, okay. uh, Pokemon games. So, there's yeah, there's been a few. Like, well, there was Black and White, and then Black and White version 2, and then there was Sun and Moon, and oh, there's been so many versions. Uh, I'm a shit. So, what I did is... He learns Nasty Plot really early, and Nasty Plot lets you... Um, did you catch re- his Pokemon? Yeah, I caught him. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it yeah, is one that exists already. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, he learns nasty plot. Get my special attack up, um, and I just max that out in three turns at the very beginning of the game because no one ever picks a Pokemon that can counter Dark Type. Yeah, yeah, because Dark Type yeah. is really an afterthought yeah, for most games. Well. But in this one, for whatever reason, most game, uh, most Pokemon are um Dark Type or um yeah, split Dark Type, especially in the early part, like your um main. Bird Pokemon is part dark type and stuff. Oh, I always good. make sure that my Pokemon have split elements. Like, you, you're silly if you have one that's only electric or only yeah. flight. You're better off having ones that, yeah, have, have, yeah. Have, have double. What do you think of the starters in this one? I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. Uh, the starters, I mean, I, I personally, for me, I could take it or leave it or with the two that I didn't pick. And the one that I chose was the... um. The reincarnation of Torchic. It's it's like it's called Score Bunny. Okay. Torchic, Score Bunny, yeah, exact yeah. same type, exact, and it's like a fighter type that isn't actually fighting type stats. It's just a pure fire. But for whatever reason, it learns double kick. So like okay. it, it's very much leading into the whole. It's a fighter Pokemon. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of it's kind of neat. I thought it looked exactly like that. Um, if you're a fan of Adventure Time, it looked like Shermy from the very last episode, which was like Finn's reincarnation from the future. Do you remember? Okay, that? yeah, really I, obscure. I, I, I did watch it a few months back, but I don't. I, I can't picture it. Really obscure. Well, look up those two things, and it's the exact same fucking face and sort of head, and and like um, yeah, it just. I named my Pokemon Shermy because it looked exactly like fucking Shermy. Okay, nice. And um, yeah, I haven't gone to the final evolution yet, and I don't want to spoil myself. But I like the mid mid evolution. He kind of reminds me of Kakashi Sensei, but a bunny. Um, I don't know if you're. I, don't, I have no idea. You don't know is, who I'm talking I'm, about. I'm, I'm smiling and nodding uh, politely. Smiling and nodding. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm a big anime fan. That's that's obviously Naruto. If you've never heard of Naruto before, then I don't know. I've heard of Naruto. You would have to just by of, I've heard of Naruto running. Yeah, it's like how I've never seen a Star Trek episode, but I know who um, Captain Picard is. Mm, mm. Like it's just a pop. It, it's too mm. much ingrained in pop mm. culture to not know of it. Yeah. Um, well, Kakashi's Naruto's um, teacher for most of it, and he's this badass with half of his face covered, and he looks—he's got this tired, bored look because he's so awesome. And yeah, you, you got the fire rapid version of this. Okay, cool. So, have, have they made any changes to the battle system other than those little hints and whatnot? Not at all. Oh, okay. Well, this is where they bring in the gimmick of Dynamaxing. So, Dynamaxing. Oh, yeah, don't Dynamaxing. It sounds like something that you would uh, you would hear advertised uh, like on on uh, you know American television, yeah. like something that that clears up your fucking your, 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 your closed up sphincter or something. Exactly. I couldn't shit for days, but then I tried Dynamaxing, and now I'm clear as anything. It, it sounds like a sex thing so much and and every time they say it you fucking it just feels gross because it's a very kiddie world and it's very it's very pure and and then they fucking include a word like dynamax and it's like yeah dynamax peach and it's like fuck it's, it sounds like a brand of tampon or it does it sounds dirty and it sounds like something that people people associate with their genitals 
it's it's a weird choice anyway it, it it's it's a gimmick where they this time in this region they go really fucking big for three turns and they've and they have all these cool powerful move sets based on their their types of the moves before um it looks visually impressive it's cool to look at but it's kind of annoying at the same time from a competitive and strategic standpoint because uh all of your gym your pokemon gym battles you dynamax um and you can only do it once, and you always do it for your best Pokemon at the end. So, I don't know, I just find that I'm playing my best Pokemon in every one, and you don't really get to switch things out. There's, it sort of kills strategy. And I know that um, Mega Evolutions was the big thing from the previous one that everyone loved, and that was kind of the same thing, but obviously had more effort put into it because they designed new Pokemon. I didn't think Mega Evolutions was... I preferred the Z moves that they brought in the later one where they did these weird, spectacular moves. That oh, they, they brought in Dragon Ball Z into the game. Oh, man. They're all just gimmicks anyway. I don't, yeah. I don't understand. It doesn't sound too appealing to me. But I haven't played it yet. It could be cool. It, it, looks, it looks cool. It yeah. just doesn't... Doesn't really add it, much. It kind of kills the strategy side of things and that kind of pisses me off. Well, because, it's easy enough already. You don't need yeah. a fucking giant Pokemon. Well, and that's the thing. The game was already ridiculously easy, and every time you get to the gym battles, like, every battle leading up to that is an absolute stomp, and you're just mashing your strongest move, um, you know, based on the type advantages. So you get to the gym battle, and you're like, okay, finally, I'm going to get, like, a challenge of some sort. And then you just, you know, it forces you to Dynamax, and um, they Dynamax their Pokemon, which is kind of cool, and that takes, you know, it kind of looks... takes on the challenge, but... Their Pokemon leading up to their Dynamax Pokemon are always underleveled, they're always shitty, and it feels like an afterthought. Okay, yeah, well, that's disappointing. So, how about how about the graphics? Like, the, like the little clips and stuff I've seen, I thought visually it looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah. You, you, you like the way it looks? So, the visually, um, on the graphics, it's, it's a mixed bag. So, um, the character models, all the characters in the Pokemon themselves look great. Okay, cool. The moves, most of them look really shit. Oh, no. Like, some of them look good. It's really jarring. So, you'll have Pokemon that have really uh, rush, shitty, graphic moves, and you'll have Pokemon that have amazing-looking moves. So, your starter Pokemon, it's um, uh, Score Bunny's Ember, looks great graphically, and it looks like... And then everything else after that looks like shit. So, it learns um, Double Kick, and it's just two foot, two animated feet on the screen, Um you know, for this AAA modern generation console oh. title. And it's like, okay, that could, well, you know, that you could get away with that on fucking Game Boy Advance. I get it. Use your imagination. Yeah. But, like, I'm just seeing two disembodied feet appear on the screen. So, what, the the Pokemon itself doesn't move when, the, when it does not move? It sort of wiggles around and stays in standing statically in motion oh, on wow. its side. And the other Pokemon, like, so it's weird because some moves the Pokemon actually does physically interact with the mm. other Pokemon. So, there's... um. Oh, what? Yeah, so not, okay, not well, in the same... New. I don't think not, I've seen that before. Well, not... No, nah, you have in a sense that, like, Pikachu's Volt Tackle is a good example of that in older franchises where it looks like... Pikachu crosses over and interacts with the other Pokemon on the other side of the screen. And it's sort of like that where it's like, you know, they don't connect and there's no like, you know, amazing things and they flinch and recoil. But it's not like it's not like that Pokemon fighter game that was really awesome, um, you know, a while back that everyone loves. Pokken tournament? Yeah, Pokken. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't tried that. It's nothing like that. It's just there are some moves where the interactions like feel a little bit more like they connect and they put more, more effort into it. And then there's a lot of them where... It's an afterthought. Um, uh, going back to that panda bear Pokemon, um, the the 
the young evolution version Pancham um, sounds like Punchum. Um, and his special um, ability, his hidden ability is to power up punching type moves. So like his entire gimmick is that he punches shit. He learns, he learns a move, something along the lines of double punch. And it's, it's just two disembodied Mario hands that appear in front of the Pokemon on the other side of him tapping, tapping them in the face. And it's just the laziest, shittiest thing I've ever seen. Mm. How, <laughs> about, how about the, uh, how's the story been so far? Trash? Or is it typical um, Pokemon story? Yeah, Copy so the and paste, you yeah, I mean, so the story itself hasn't taken off yet, so I don't want to comment too much on it. And you know, it'll it'll ramp up and all and all that. So it hasn't gotten to the fun epic part. It's doing all its world building. What I will say is, I really like the characters that they keep introducing. There seems to be a lot of them. They seem yeah, they seem really well designed. They have a bit of a personality to them. It's a bit disappointing. Um, so the game with the characters and the character models, the the graphics are really good. They're they're very modern anime type feel, um, but they're so modern that it's actually jarring to see their mouth move and hear no sound come out. Yeah, oh, that, that was going to be my next yeah. question if they decide to put in any voice acting. No voice acting, no voice acting, and no sort of like um you know some games where they have text pop up, they'll make like some sort of mumble for that character, uh uh, you know yeah, that yeah, sort of thing, yeah, yeah. and that at least helps. Um, when games do that, um, like that, uh, that at least helps because it's really jarring when you see their mouth move and it moves pretty convincingly. Like, you know, it, it's pretty good in how, you know, the graphical fidelity of how it's designed that it, it feels like they, they were going to put some audio in there, but then they decided last minute it was, you know, too expensive or whatever. They just didn't go ahead with it and it's jarring. Um, and it's like that from the very first cinematic where like their mouth is moving and it looks really good. And you're like, you know, at least include that, you know, banjo kazooie. Uh, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, just quickly side cutting. Um, do you remember banjo kazooie and Gruntilda? No, I, I I didn't have a Nintendo console. Oh my god, your parents didn't yeah, love I you. I never played like banjo a tiny bit. Oh, okay. Well, place, yeah. well, the antagonist of that game, there was a witch. Her name was Gruntilda, and when she spoke, it was great. The noise was. <laughs> It's fucking great. Even that is better than just no sound at all and just walls of text. Mm. It worked on a video game title on like the old Game Boy games because you like you could barely see a fucking face. You wouldn't need to, you didn't need to think about their mouth moving and all that. You just saw the text appear on the screen. That was fine. But they've just gotten to a point where if they're going to be doing the mouth moving, they can't have no sound at all. It's jarring and it's not. You're used to hearing audio from games that look like this. Mm. Yeah, well, I, 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 I got to say though, I didn't really like it when y- Ukulele, which came out a couple of years ago, mm. uh, which was like some of the ex Banjo and Kazooie uh, yeah. d- uh, developers. Yeah, they did the same thing there, and I, I did, I just found it annoying to be honest. But <laughs> I, I just, I, I think it was more the way they did it than than the actual practice of the of doing it. If that makes sense, yeah, like, they just picked annoying noises and they just did it way too often i thought oh well look i think they were just being faithful to their game because that entire game was a love letter remake of the original banjo kazooie's and that's a fairly dated model that was you know that was a stop point for games where they couldn't fit entire audio files onto the games at that point in time so like you know that was the solution that worked then it doesn't work so well now but i'm just saying even if they had that like they don't have anything dude Mm. (laughs) it's fucking dark ages in terms of that and it's jarring because their graphics are good enough for that to you know you expect it because you've seen you've you played like fucking fire emblem which you know has fully voice recorded um so you know that the switch can handle that stuff 
Mm. So it's just confusing as to why it's not there. So, like, that that's in a nutshell. I could talk about this game endlessly. There's so much to fucking talk about, um, but you haven't played much of it, so we might be... Um, I want to get your thoughts on it as well, but there's... What I will say overall is they try stuff with it that's new, or at least it feels new and different for me, and I, I appreciate that. I like that. I think the open world is okay. It's not great. It is those little things like, um, you know, the people complaining about the trees and the graphics. Like, it, it's true. The graphics are dog shit for those trees, for the the bark and the wood, where it's like we're talking Nintendo 64-style graphics, and it's so jarring because you can see so much attention and detail put into the character models and not into the environments where it's weird and it feels like an incomplete mess okay I was, I, I was concerned about that because it's their first they've, they've done 3d yeah. worlds but it was still the the camera still sat at the same angle you weren't moving a camera around or anything yeah. like that so I was, it's I was not really a world you can drink in proper nah. 3d world they would, they would have issues and yeah, yeah. Like they have, it's uh, a world you can it's not a world you can drink in like um it's funny though like their water graphics and their reflective surfaces look fucking great and it's like well and drink those in yeah it looks good water. yeah exactly you can literally drink it but it it it's it's funny it's jarring because they put in so much effort into these specific yeah. things and they're in there but it's an unfinished because you can see the trees were a fucking afterthought and the grass is sort of like i don't know it just kind of looks shitty at certain points um it's not a it's not an open world it's where no, you're it's like no breath of the world no and it's and i suppose you know you would have hoped for it being their flagship um title of that type that that's what you're sort of hoping for it's not a an environmental you know breath of fresh air it mm. feels very old and dated like it feels like graphics used from fucking Nintendo 64 sometimes mm. and, and honestly i was very happy to get out of the open world after i'd sort of seen all the pokemon in the different areas that i could see and caught all the pokemon i wanted to i was very keen to get on with the game you know one other thing to quickly mention um fucking characters they they're really good i reckon they've made their characters <laughs> they made their characters a lot more hot than any other game in this series. Well, good. That, that was yeah, going to be my next question. How sexy are they? That's they're getting all I se- want to know. They're getting sexy. You've got <laughs> you got a character for everything. You got oh, your. I hot, can't say they're probably children, got, aren't they? Like they're usually usually. No, no, they're, no. They're designed to be a little bit older, and all the characters you interact with seem to be a little bit older. And you got some characters where, like, even random NPCs, like you've got these jacked guys that look fucking hot as shit, and you're like, <laughs> like I'm not a, I, I'm not into anime and stuff, but I can tell, like, ah, oh, like you know, like they really like got like a hot guy buddy going on it's like it feels real um, and that, yeah. and i and i think um you know i'm gonna go on a on a limb here but um the same thing is going on for het het guys with the with the female characters there's this um uh the um main professor's granddaughter who's like you know real the real professor that's following you around she's designed to be you know pretty pretty cute Pokemon gym leader number two, the Misty equivalent, is um is uh, she's she's this she she seems like um an Islander type girl and she's designed revealing a lot and she looks really good. Oh yeah, yeah, and she looks really modern too. She has very modern hair, like she's coloured bits of it blue Ooh, and it yeah. looks great. It's like I'm playing Pokemon Shield with a box of tissues. That's right. So um I think a lot. You know, I'm going to go out on a limb here. It doesn't do it for me, but I I can tell. I have a strong feeling. A lot of a lot of kids and, and adults, some gross adults, will be liking Nessa. Um, they'll be big fans of Nessa as a gym leader. Uh, one final thing to comment on, which is really weird, but it's fucking in there, is that um, 
so similar to what they did for the previous one where they started introducing old Pokemon, but they've got a type specific to that region. This region, Galar, has a few um, uh, Pokemon um, that have been recycled and they've, um, you know, made look a, a bit different. Um, the Ponyta, that's um, the uh, pastel-coloured unicorn-type Ponyta, is a big popular one at the moment. You're going to get that one. I can't get that. So I fucking want that Pokemon. Hey, hey we can do a trade, man. <laughs> it's only available on Shield. Looks yeah, great. We could, I yeah, we can trade. Yeah, we got both. So yeah. We can get whatever one you want, I guess. We can... Oh, if we could duplicate, we could bloody both get the legendary. <laughs> but here's oh. the fucking weirdest theme going on in this game. So at least in mine, I've got poke. Um, you know, the team rocket of this one is called of um of sword is called Team Yell, and one of their um flagship Pokemon is a Zigzagoon. Do you know the Zigzagoon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's from a pretty old title. It's yeah, like the yeah, third was, generation, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I think it was, it was from second, wasn't it? That was like a, oh. was silver and gold, I think. Nah, silver, silver was centret. Zigzagoon was in the third one in oh. like Sapphire and Ruby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, no. so I was like, I fucking remember when that came out. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and, and so they, they've redesigned him where the, he seemed to like he's, he's dressed up in a kiss outfit. Like the band Kiss. What? It's really fucking it, obscure. That's weird. It's, it's a love letter to that. It's got the black star on the eye. It's the black and white sort of outfit. And when he evolves into, I think it's Lidcomb or Lincomb, he has Gene Simmons's crazy tongue. What? It's, it, it's a straight up Kiss reference. It, it's just straight up Kiss love letter. I don't know if I like that. What what are you? Ha- well, you're you're fucking gonna experience it, mate. Yeah, you're gonna I'm you're gonna find to. out if you like. It's good. I mean, I like that it's referencing things, but I'm just like, I like that. Why? I think. Why kiss? It's I know. Why? It's re- I'm no. I'm not this even a fucking for children. I'm not even a fucking fan of kiss, like, but it was well. So with Team Yell, they have like heavy this? metal music go, playing oh, in the background. Like, like like the Team Yell is meant to be like heavy metal rockers. Like that's oh, okay. what they're going after, and so they just chose kiss as sort of like their model Pokemon. Their mascot Pokemon. Oh, that's just so. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get. It. Maybe I they just they wanted it to look metal. And they just type, they type metal in a Google and yeah, Google it kind of and kiss came out. Like, it kind of feels like want. yeah, it kind of feels like like that. But it's just funny because it's only like kids aren't gonna get that reference because kiss is not big. Kiss hasn't been big for a very long time. But I suppose they do have a very distinct image because like I'm not a fan of kiss, but I knew straight away what they were going for. I'm like, oh, that's that's one of the members from Kiss. And then oh, it turns out being Gene Simmons. Okay, so um, how, how are you feeling about it now? Are you ready to give a score on it? Do you want to wait um, to complete it? What's your what's Yeah, your... so I mean, I, it's not too fair to give a score. Um, I'm not going to give it a specific score other than saying that it's an okay game. It's another Pokemon title. I don't think it's a 10 out of 10, um, you know, new innovation that they were sort of leading it up to be. I think the open world is sort of fun and you can play around for a couple of hours in there you know playing around with the dynamax party party raids like they've introduced raids into it which dynamax is, get it now it's it, like it, it's it's a gimmick it's not it, it hasn't been properly fleshed out and it's not it's very the the open world area is very repetitive and um you know you you, you hit the roof on that pretty quickly and then you go okay that was a fun distraction for a couple of hours. Now I'm ready to play my Pokemon game. Time to actually yeah. progress and, you know, see where this goes. 
All right, guys. Yeah, we'll look look forward to the conclusion to that review in the future. Uh, yeah, That's who right. knows? We'll see. We're not, we're gonna, we'll take our time with it, I uh, guess. There's no rush to get it done. So, cause, yeah, there's going to be so much fan art of Nessa. Well, that's if there's not already. Okay, yeah, no, I'm sure you rule. You rule 34. That I just they'd know be that. All over that. I just all know that. I, as soon as I saw that character, they show all of the gym leaders lined up, and there's this one that it's like, oh, everyone's gonna be whacked. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. There you go. There, it's, yeah, rule 34, man. It, it's out there. It exists already <laughs> because it exists. Okay, and speaking of things that exist. <laughs> That's a new, right. ga- new game exists. That is a Star Wars game published by EA. Dun dun dun! Uh, but it's actually good. Oh, there we go. Yeah, it's it's uh, the the developer of this is Respawn, and they're the they're the developer by Titanfall Two, which was the game that I reviewed last week. Not even realizing that uh, Jedi Fallen Order was coming out the following week. I yeah, it was I had still no a couple idea. of weeks away. So yeah, I was I was super excited to see it was coming out, and I, I was I was also excited because I knew Pokemon's coming out. Which I, I know even after all your negatives, I'm, I still think I'm I'm pumped, I'm pumped to play it anyway. It so sounds it, like you're having fun yeah, with dude, it despite all your yeah, negatives. Yeah, that's as well the thing. Too, yeah. That's the thing. I'm still saying it's it's yeah. as far as a Pokemon title goes, I'm having fun with it so far. Yeah. Uh, like it's a fine title. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's not bad, and definitely if you've seen the Metacritic scores on this, the user scores are like destroying it they're saying like fucking twos and ones oh they've killed half of the pokedex <laughs> like one and it's and it's just like no this is this is actually a fun game i'm enjoying myself it's it's this a decent why pokemon. i tell you you don't ever just look at the critic store scores you don't ever just look yeah. at the user scores you no, but whenever you fucking everything no, but when, no, to get an not, idea and, and no, look but at you, obviously fuck yourself. off with the critics i'm never going to take the critics sc- can, seriously but i do i do use the user numbers to get a feel for something and if I'm seeing extremes on either end, I'm always skeptical. And this was a one where I was like, okay, well, yeah, it's it, people have very particular tastes because it's a very popular game, popular franchise. They're expecting their own version of what what to get. Um, I was just happy to get a functional, competent Pokemon game, yeah, which yeah. you know it seems to always come out. Okay, well, look, this is my fault for bringing it up. But yeah, you did. Let's, you, let's you get you back to back. <laughs> brought it back. Brought it back into. I, I do want to hear a about good this segue and everything, and then we're back on to talking well, about don't, Pokemon. Yeah, don't don't you fucking tar me with the brush saying uh, <laughs> saying that I think Pokemon shit. I don't think it's shit. I just think <laughs> I just think that no, no, like there's there's so much room for improvement, and there's so much incomplete areas in there. It doesn't ruin the game. It's just noticeable no i know yeah i did say you sound you definitely sound like you enjoyed it but yeah despite despite your negatives that you did have but i feel like yeah that's just how we are with games we love them so much that the the, when the flaws just always stand out to us a bit more that's true and i do love it i do love a game and movies where i can i can enjoy it and then criticize it uh, yeah definitely uh, (laughs) yeah 100 percent far out yeah so yeah jedi fallen order now i've only managed to play a a few hours so far yeah but yeah, wow! Like respawn, I'm 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 absolutely stoked. They've they've done a fantastic job here so far. Oh. I, I'm pretty sure there's not meant to be any microtransactions in it so far. Thank, I, I haven't seen, seen any, so it's 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 seeming pretty good right now. But that's so, pretty much all they needed to do is just not include microtransactions yeah. in it, and EA is suddenly back on top, yeah. baby. Fucking focus on a King narrative for once, which yeah, which they have. So yeah, yeah like, awesome. I, should, I should say more about what this game is, other than just it's a Star Wars game by Ruse. I mean, I kind of feel like that's all you need to know. Is it a Star Wars <laughs> game? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Oh shit! 
Well, this, uh, just, just in case people don't know, I'm sure people who are into Star Wars are already up on this. It's a game where you play as a Jedi. It's a third-person action game, so you're, you're running around using a lightsaber and using force powers and running around like a, a Metroid, Metroidvania-style world, so it's not... It's it's a world that you move around <laughs> at your own leisure. It's not it's not completely linear. Okay. Uh, but it isn't a complete like open world game, if that makes sense. I find that so unusual for you to describe like a three three D world generated like Metroidvania. <laughs> it's that's it's, it's I've never yeah, heard it, of a Metroidvania it, being it, described for a three D yeah, generated dude, world. Dude, God of God of War was a Metroidvania. Really? Style. Like you you wouldn't say it's a strictly a Metroidvania, but it's like Metroidvania elements, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because Metroidvania. You're, you're, Metroidvania usually means that it's a two D game, um, and there's an and the overworld has a lot of rooms, and you're navigating yourself across a giant map with all these rooms yeah. involved. That's usually yeah, exactly. Well. Is yeah, that yeah, is that yeah, what it's yeah, like? Yeah, and you're getting new powers that you come back to places later to be able to unlock different like like uh, collectibles and stuff yeah. along the way. So yeah, it's a, it's like elements of that. It's just not you would yeah you wouldn't say that oh yeah God of War's a Metroidvania game. No, but it's like uh, it's just a. Gives you it, it gives you an idea of like a style of game that that three D games are sort of starting to do more and more these days. Anyway, so yeah, you're I think you I think you're you're thinking of RPG. What? I think you're thinking of RPG. <laughs> RPG is where you can level up and and all that shit and get items. No, and no I'm not thinking of RPG, uh, man. This is this is this okay. is this is powers. They're not tied to your skill level. Like you do you do change your skills over time, but no skill you ever unlock by leveling up will ever get you through another door. Uh, you got to find okay. a, you got to find a tool or learn a new power to be able to do it. That's anyway, like. so look, we're spending way too yeah, much. Yeah, but Zelda's time like that and doesn't. This, yeah, uh, I let's think we have to. Fucking, let's talk about the fucking game. So <laughs> I want to get to the bottom of this, <laughs> dude. It's not. Yeah. It, it's really, really not. All important. Right, all right, I'm fine. just trying to give a bit of context and right, I've, fine, like, I listen to a lot of gaming podcasts and it does help giving people ideas of like, even if it's not strictly that fucking category. Category. Anyway, so dude, I fucking fall in order. So far, the first fucking level was absolutely phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. Like, I, I, I you, you haven't had a PlayStation, so you haven't played the Uncharted games. But have, have you ever watched? Any, I, I've any seen them. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them. So I get what you're sort of so, saying yeah, in terms the, of environments the, and yeah, stuff. The it's first cool. level, it was yeah. fucking Uncharted in space. It yeah. was you're on this massive planet, and you're like shits blowing up around you. Yeah, you're, cool. you're like climbing around, gripping things from ridiculous fucking heights, like. Really, really cool and very and narrative based as well too. The characters are speaking to each other while yeah. you're moving around the world, and the the cinematics are really highly detailed. Really cool, really cool. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, when, when it moves on to the the next level, you're sort of you're going into the Metroidvania. <laughs> Stop you're not that. using that right. <laughs> where, <laughs> where you're, where you're, yeah, basically, you're, you're, it's, it's a map where you're, uh, you, you have like your main goal that you have there, but there's yeah. also tons of secrets and different places you can spend a lot more time there than just what you exactly what you're supposed to be doing. So it's not, it's not linear. You have a lot of options in what you want to do, and it, it's, it's interesting like that. It's kind of like, uh, almost, almost like uh, Dark Souls in that way, where mm. uh, you, you'll have like certain spawn points, and you might, you might go, go off somewhere off the track. Where you're not supposed to be, and all of a sudden you're facing a, a a fucking random weird alien monster 
who yeah. absolutely kicks your ass and it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not supposed to fight this motherfucker yet. I'm supposed to like sort of come back later on after I've like got more powers or, or oh, okay. you know, le- just learnt the, the techniques of the game a lot better as well. Yeah, is it is it like Dark Souls where like if you if you actually get good at the game you can you can take on that monster yeah, with the shit yeah, you have now, yeah. but uh, yeah, I it's no, just I, really yeah, hard. Just like I, I had a similar thing in God of War, yeah. a, a, a enemy that just kicked my ass because I ran into some random yeah. area. Yeah. But then my second playthrough of the game, I you know at the same level I was when when I got there. Yeah. I, I did, it wasn't a new game plus or anything, and I, and I kicked its ass. So yeah, awesome. exactly like and it yeah. was exactly like this in Jedi as well too. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that sounds really, awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a gamer sort of game. Yeah, if that makes sense. They're they're really if. if if you learn that it, it's it's it, if you ever die, you don't yeah. feel like oh you know it's the the game the game didn't work properly or whatever. Yeah. It's always on you. You just didn't. Your timing was off, or you yeah, you, or you just hit the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah, it's that's yeah, what it's I really love cool. about yeah those types of games with the Dark Souls, which they really fucking nailed. Is like it's all about mastering the mechanics of the game, and you can finish the game with fuck all, and you could still theoretically finish the game. Oh, well, well, there's very clear inspiration uh, from Dark Souls and <sighs> Bloodborne awesome. in this because they have oh, they have. Yeah. Basically bonfires, except it's just meditation spots. Yep. But they're there's they're way more liberal with them. There's there's a ton more, yep. which is good for me because I'm I'm not I'm not a bloody hardcore gamer. I, I I tried Bloodborne. I played for like forty or fifty hours, but it was just I, I it just was torture for me. <laughs> it was so it was just so fucking difficult. I was like I just don't I'm not having fun with this. Well, I Whereas think that's this, the whole point of that game. Yeah, exactly. Whereas with this, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like yep. it, when I when I die, it, yeah, you, you do have to like backtrack a tiny bit, but it's not. It's not excruciating. You don't have a million enemies in your road that you've already fought a thousand times. So, um, I know, I know you've only played a couple of hours so far, but um, have they introduced um, my favorite character, the um, purple hair lady? So far, the, I haven't recognized any characters from any other Star Wars uh, yeah. uh, lore or you know books or movies or anything. Not, yeah. not that I know a lot about them, but I've, I've seen all the movies at least. And yeah, no, yeah. no, no one that I've recognized thus far. Oh, I'm, I'm sure there'd have to be some. She's so good. She's so good because she, she has a plan, but she talks down to everyone and makes everyone not trust her, but she has a plan. Who knows? And you have to do what she says. Yeah, who, who knows? Maybe <laughs> this this whole thing is actually her origin story and I just haven't been introduced to it yet. <sighs> she's it is, she's it the ta- best. It, it does take, plus, uh, take place after episode three. <laughs> so, oh, no, yeah, we're way too early then. No, no yeah, she yeah. was after the Empire and all yeah, that, Yeah, but, like, she? maybe yeah. she's an alien and she... <laughs> And those aliens live for a billion years. Yeah. She'll be a baby in this one, and yeah. uh, the, the the protagonist will have to have to protect her. Yeah. No, real quickly, guys. I'm just speaking sarcastically because Last Jedi is fucking awful, and the character Holdo was very poorly written. You just want to make sure people know, so, no, you did yeah, not like yeah. that character. You know, you don't want to be tarred with that brush. No, and it's not like you know there were a lot of problems with that movie, and but that character, it was just like you know they. If they wanted everyone to fucking hate her, mission accomplished. <laughs> and I don't think that was the intention. She was oh, actually they, they, she was meant to be a likable character to begin with. Yeah, you could. Oh, you could say the same thing for a few of the characters in that movie. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah, that was bloody terrible. And I've got to say, I've only, as I said, I've only played three hours so far, but I. It easily, it's one of the, my my favorite Star Wars stories thus far that, yeah. I, that I've played in a while. I enjoyed it more than watching The Mandalorian. And I, I enjoyed, I d- easily Ooh. have enjoyed what I've played so far Ooh. more than episode eight. So, yeah. Probably. 
No, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Obviously, you know they could it, it could turn out to be total shit, but we'll, we'll yeah we'll see we'll see. I've, most I've got, shits I've I take I enjoy more go. than episode eight. Sorry, most shits I take I enjoy more than episode yeah, yeah, eight. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly right. That yeah. that kind of like killed everything for um <laughs> that that ruined everything for Dizzy. At least if you're shitting, you're doing something productive. You know, you you you're getting something done. Whereas if you watch episode eight, you just you're not no one's winning, other than Disney. It is fun to talk shit about though. I yeah. will give it that. Yeah, true. But that's like, good. it's it's, it's a disaster movie type thing where like that's not what they intended. It just turned out being a fucking disaster. Like the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, the room's fantastic. God, I love the room. Yeah. Well, thank God, Jedi Fallen Order isn't like the room because yeah, it's actually a good game. I've I've had oh, a lot of fun with awesome. the the lightsaber play so far. I'm still getting the hang of it. It's 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 uh, like like most good combat systems. There's a bit of a learning curve mm. with it. And it's, a lot of it's, yeah, very timing-based. And you can, but you can do some cool things, like uh, if you time uh, uh, if you time your block right when there's a laser blast, you can reflect the laser back at whoever shot it at you. Yeah. Uh, and there's some cool, like, sort of execution moves and stuff like that, uh, which, yeah, I really, I've really enjoyed all that. The, the sound and the music has been really cool. They haven't put in the Star Wars music, which a lot of, I think a lot of Star Wars fans would be upset with, but they've sort of gone for their uh, own take on it and yeah. done some different stuff. And I, I've been enjoying the music thus far. And the uh, the voice acting, for the most part, has been really good too, except that the main protagonist is really great in subdued moments, but then when, you know, he's, he's all this shit's going on around you and he should be in a complete panic... He still sounds really calm, and maybe that's there's going to be some kind of story or like narrative reason for that. Like he's just like a super Zen Jedi or whatever. I don't know, but th- so far it just sounds like he just wasn't directed properly. Know. It was like you maybe know, he grew up in a war zone. Uh, it, yeah, it's, so who knows how they? Uh, maybe they'll have an explanation, but yeah, I, I think he just it, it couldn't wasn't visualizing what he was supposed to be visualizing mm. when he was doing that that voice acting. I guess. Okay. I don't know. But that's, uh, a, that's, a, lot that's of... a small nitpick, though. Really. So you're saying when there's like close up cinematics and it's like in a frantic action scene, you just feel like it's he's like. Well, it's not the it's not the uh, the the character. It's just the voice acting itself. Oh, so yeah, okay. like yeah, yeah. The, the the character movements and all that are great, and yeah. the, the character models all look fantastic. And yeah, the voice acting for the most part is good, but yeah, just when when all the shit's going on, you want it want it to sound like your character's like you know actually scared or yeah. you know struggling to do whatever they're doing. They just sounded like far too calm for me. Okay, I I, I don't know, but then yeah, as I said, maybe maybe that'll be <laughs> solved narratively. But it just it was really jarring, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he's I like, to like, like, it, like, like I he am. could be just sort of sitting there while he's like trying to steer this like crashing ship, sipping a coffee. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would just love if your idea. Of like you know realistic character because i mean if you do get to like the whole realism of those frantic action scenes like most people in real life would be freaking the fuck out and like screaming and shitting their pants and then running in the opposite direction because they're like what the fuck is going on so like yeah they do have to like zen it down a little bit but it sounds like they've gone too zen for yeah exactly like my 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 main comparison would be uncharted you know what i mean when when nathan drake's like falling off a cliff he's going oh shit like he's like he's he's actually in a in, in some sort of a, a panic and it work, it definitely works for his character okay. and then he, like he's he deals with crazy stuff all the time but yeah. yeah anyone who's like you know falling off a cliff or something like that is going to be in some kind of a panic it just but, sort of makes sense well does he have force powers at this point and he knows what they are and how to use them 
Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, that's he, probably why. He, he, like he doesn't. He's not he doesn't. Any... His, his connection with the force has been damaged. Okay, well maybe that's why because he doesn't feel like he's in any real danger because yeah. he has fucking superhuman powers. If that's the case, <laughs> narratively they definitely haven't sold that. So oh, okay, I, I, right. Yeah. So there's yeah, okay. It's, I mean, it's, until I play it, yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah, it yeah. sounds like they try and go for a grounded version of the character where he's discovering shit and he's very human, but then in some of those moments, it's like what? Yeah. Yeah, and it just it does it makes it just a tiny bit jarring. Yeah. And, and okay. one one really bizarre thing with the climbing is there's certain sort of mesh objects you can jump onto, which has been in games where you do climbing forever, like God of War games had them back on the PS2. For some reason, they've made it so you have to hold L2 when you hit it to be able to grab onto it, rather than just jumping onto it. So uh, and then you don't have to hold after that. You just only just to get on there. It's just a weird little uh, little nitpick. It's a weird little thing. I don't know why they did they. Bizarre. I, mm. The checkpointing system, I don't think it was necessary to have a Dark Souls checkpointing system. I think the the fact they're so liberal with it is why I'm, I'm, it doesn't bother me too much, but still, I'd prefer just them to respawn you closer to wherever the fuck you were. It just seems like okay. a waste of time to me to keep backtracking. I'm a massive fan of Dark Souls, and I'm, I'm assuming that they've, like, they've mapped a lot of things over. Uh, is there an equivalent of, like, soul points in this? Yeah, yeah. You or you lose all your... It's just XP points, and if you die, you oh. lose all your XP points, but all you have to do to get it back is just do damage yeah. to whatever killed you. So, they so didn't... you could just go damage it and then just run oh, away, God. and you'll get all your XP and health back. I was so sure they were going to use midichlorians as, like, their XP currency. Yeah, they fucked up, man. They, they didn't. Up. They really, they really should have. I mean, I didn't. I, I don't. I don't really care. I, actually, I think it'd be a I, funny reference. I think. I think Disney declared that everything um, that is not the original trilogy is is not lore anymore. So what? So the first three never happened. Yeah, I think that they. I didn't know that. I thought that shit was still going. No, I think they hand waved that in the same gesture as oh, all the shit, extended I know universe they did, stuff. They did all the all the books they they got rid of. They yep. were like, yeah, none yeah. of that's canon anymore. Yeah, and I think they hand waved the the um, prequel trilogy because it was dog shit anyway, and it allows them shit. and that allowed them wiggle room to flesh out if they decided to go in a yeah, different direction. George Lucas, fucking, he must just hate himself. He'd just be sitting on a giant pile of cash. Weeping and <laughs> using fucking hundred dollar notes to to drive. Yeah, his exactly. Tears. Yeah, he must really be fucking miserable. Yeah, the, Poor this guy. this tired franchise that he was already completely over for a very long time anyway is getting like new life breathed mm. into it. What a fucking Man. horrible oh, God, misery. I, yeah, I really feel for George yeah. Lucas. Someone please help George Lucas. I don't know if he has any friends anymore. You know, why would anyone want to be friends with him if he doesn't <laughs> have Star Wars anymore? Like, what's the point? So. In short, Spielberg, we have, I'm sure they're still mates, right? Yeah. So, in short, we now have the Mandalorian and we have um, the Jimmy Fallon Force game, <laughs> and it's and it's great. <laughs> the Jimmy Fallon. It's Force the Jedi game. Fallen Order, but it sounds like Jimmy Fallon if you <laughs> condense Jimmy it. Fallon Force game. Yeah, like it's 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 the it's Jedi Fallen Kingdom. Jurassic World. Oh no, I'd like to think that uh, the Jimmy Fallon Force game is a game where a, a, a Telltale style narrative game where Jimmy Fallon just keeps constantly forcing you to laugh at his jokes. <laughs> I think that's the only reason why anyone does anymore. But yeah, well, uh, all in all, <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. I'm not. I'm not going to give a review right now. As I said, I'm only three hours in. I've still got a fair bit more to go. I'll see how I feel on it in the end. Uh, th- those mm. little nitpicks. They're, they're not. They're not deal breakers for me. So far, I'm having a lot of fun. Just with this, the story's been interesting. The the gameplay's been interesting. 
And uh, the worlds and environments have all been really cool as well too. So yeah, look forward to a conclusion on that review. Hopefully by next week, I'll, I'll see how I go though because I'm going to take my fucking time with it because there's fucking not a lot yeah. le- left coming out this year. Like I can't think of anything else of mm. note that's coming out this year. Yeah, I'm not aware of too many. I'm not aware of any titles that I'm too excited about. Although that Isaac Binding um, sequel game, I I was um, looking forward to. I so it's I not didn't realize the Bumbo it thing because I'll it's the bad. Bumbo thing. Why is there no reviews if it's already been released? Well, that's, that's really well. Yeah, that's a confusing part. We'll need to look into that later. Maybe there is I, reviews. I just haven't logged them into Metacritic or something. Yeah, yet. I'm not sure. But it's right, ma- yeah, it's basically I- Isaac Binding, but in 3D. In a 3D game. Okay. They're like, you know, from a first person. 3D, so it's a Metroidvania. It's not a fucking Metroidvania. <laughs> you're, like, you're not using that right, man. You're not using it right. Because, like, it, otherwise, your I, description... I, I, I know 100% that wasn't you right. Could, you, could use, like, it, you could use your logic and your description <laughs> to say that fucking Zelda Ocarina of Time was a Metroidvania. It's not a fucking Metroidvania. It that, has no. to be a game that is similar to Metroid and Castlevania. <laughs> It's and it's. I never said that any of these games are a Metroidvania. I said they have elements of Metroidvania in them. There's a massive distinction between those two things. Yeah, but that's such a nothing. That's that's such a non-descriptive way to say everything has elements of of RPG in it now. And I think that's what you're going for. RPG is. Well, then I'd say it has elements of RPG. Yeah. Because everything does now, too. There's yeah. not really even much point in saying it now because it's basically an element of a game. Like, yeah. It's very rare. You'll play something where you I mean, what were you talking about? You're talking about how it was because um, it had ma- it had a map and the- it had a world you could explore. So you could say that for any fucking game. No, there's the base on it's purely yeah. on the design of the map because you have places that you do not, you, that you backtrack to that you cannot yeah. unlock unless you have future powers. Which, yeah, general open world games is not not always that way. And also the way you maneuver around the map. Like, if it's a mass, is the difference between open world and like varying pathways to get through somewhere. Yeah, you're, you're like it's more it more enclosed. So yeah, look. I if dude, if I'm not seeing those giant doors where you have to shoot them open with a missile to enter into, and I see a map that has little squares connecting to each other, it is not a Metroidvania. Okay, boomer. I win purely because of that comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah I think you haven't been following the OK Boomer meme. Let's not go yeah. into it now anyway. Yeah, look, so there, more on Jedi Fallen Order I mean, Order what, is the there, what is there to it other than if you've got nothing left to say, you yeah, then go yeah, after yeah, someone's yeah, age? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm a year older than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's it for this week, other than, that's it for this week, other than Undertale and Deltarune. I'm going, we're not going to talk about it this week because we had a, we we had a big fucking, um, Star Wars themed week, um, peppered (laughs) with Pokemon. And I think we had to, uh, give that, but I will definitely be exploring those titles and talking about that next week. Mm -mm -mm, And Mm. I can't wait to hear about it. No, so we'll probably obviously talk more about Pokemon and Jedi then as well, too. Okay, if you want to send us some lovely feedback or some feedback that isn't lovely, please send it to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. Uh, give us a like and a share on Facebook. That helps us get it out there. And uh, yeah, rate us on iTunes as well because that helps us as well too. Uh, but yeah, it's been lovely being able to talk games with everyone. Say goodbye to uh, all, all you boomers out there that are listening. <laughs> and sorry, sorry for offending you boomers. Yeah, I mean, it, you shouldn't be saying, okay, boomer. You should be saying, are you okay, boomer? 
It's Mo- it's Movember, guys. Come on. <laughs> Have a bit of sensitivity. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what Movember's about. <laughs> I don't fucking... Yeah, I don't fucking <laughs> know. I, hang uh, on. Okay, so it's so a legit question here. Isn't Movember about male depression or something? Dude, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, look, everyone, don't do it. No, I do not know. that. That's that shit. It, it's going to be about, like, cancer awareness <laughs> or something. I'm sure. And I'm just thinking, because it's about fucking men growing out their moustaches it's gonna be about male depression (laughs) oh see you again next week guys take care of yourselves and please take care of one another and take care of that moustache